0: I'm Tom Saunders, getting through this in Los Angeles, California.
1: And I'm Scott Blakeman in Brooklyn, New York, where one week before the movers show up, I'm still packing boxes and boxes of, you guessed it, videotapes. And for what purpose would I save items that I can't play since like more than 300 million other Americans, I don't own a VHS player. Because they're memories of 40 years of television appearances and comedy club shows. And since they're virtually unplayable, or digitally transferable only at a very hefty fee, I will put them into storage, which is a form of moving procrastination. (laughs) Storage is for things you wanna save, but have no idea when you would ever look at them.
0: So true, Scotty, so very true. Moving to a new home forces us to confront how much stuff we never needed, no longer enjoy, but saved for decades. Of course, there's also the stuff we do need and enjoy, the photos and 8 millimeter movies, the magic moments, as you say, of your performances. Magic moments turned into memories that are precious, accurate, and, we hoped, permanent. <laughs> uh, but permanent is something VHS tapes aren't. You see, Scotty, videotape is unlike treasured photographs, or even 8 millimeter movies, or, 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 or all other ways as we as humans have historically saved our precious memories. But what I'm about to tell you, our podcast audience may find too unpleasant for people highly sensitive to the loss of magical memories. Scotty, old VHS tapes get blurry, washed out. Ghosts from other scenes start to appear, all because they're magnetic, you see. On the plus-positive side, no one erased tapes of your performances as the NBC Network executives did to all of Johnny Carson's New York Tonight shows.
1: Well, Tommy, if only my career began 20 years later, I wouldn't have to worry about VHS tapes decaying because all my performances would be digitally preserved in online files or little thumb drives. And packing would be a breeze and self-storage would be totally unnecessary. But I will say I'm glad to be a man of that certain era, no matter how much, the monthly storage fee.
0: Scotty, (laughs) it's almost like you're an archivist, (laughs) a preserver of the past. But I must say, Scotty, drilling down on the horror that I mentioned of what happens to videotapes over time, the Scan Cafe website tells us magnetic particles gradually lose their charge. In a process called, and listen to this word, Scotty, you may never have heard this before, a process called remanence decay. Have you ever heard the word remanence? I have never even seen it. I've
1: never, before. never.
0: It, it, it's happening, happening to the tapes. Now, in general, if this happens, you can expect some color shift toward weaker hues and loss of detail overall. But it gets worse. The binder layer can become a sticky unplayable mess. The binder's polymers will absorb water in an even moderately humid environment in a process known as hydrolysis and and eventually delaminate. That's another word. I've another
1: word heard. I've not heard. Be I, I know you laminate, but then why would you delaminate? Because I would think of it in terms of a, a card. Oh, I laminated my life <laughs> right. card. Why would you later go, I'm not happy with the laminate? No, you wouldn't.
0: Nobody wants to delaminate. And nope. that's the point. Yeah. That's what it eventually delaminates on its own to the horror mm. of we who were hoping to view the videotape. Engineers often refer to this as sticky shed syndrome, trying to play an effective VHS or VHSC or other magnetic tape is an invitation to damage uh, both tape and the playback machine.
1: Oh, Tommy, I just thought it was simply a case of, well, I've got all these tapes up put them away and someday I'll bring them into a great place and maybe it'll be cheaper. Then I'll get them all transferred as I have with some, but now what you're saying, this is a race, race, race against time, time, time. <laughs> <laughs> and really I, now I feel the urgency. Uh, I'll, maybe I, you know, I'll you bring it to storage, but then as quickly as possible, I will enlist, uh, you know, the services of somebody because i really do want to preserve yeah i think that's
0: what you need to do and i think you've got a plan there your 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 plan is to enlist enlist the services of somebody
1: somebody and i'm really not very picky just anyone who (laughs) you know i'll just pretty much anybody off the street i'll go uh excuse me sir and you know they're a little (laughs) skittish because of the mass but uh i have an issue with vhs tapes usually they'll give you a minute and they'll go um you know (laughs) what what era are you talking about are these vhc or no beta i would hope and you know, they give you some yeah. time and they may yeah. very often, as you know, Tommy, they'll say, I don't I don't think I'd be helped, but I do know a guy who. That, that, yes,
0: yeah. now, see, that's what I was going to yeah. say. I mean, what are the odds you're going to get somebody pull somebody off the street that can help you? I think I mean, I I thought it was a really good plan, but I see you've even worked it to the next level. Like, well, maybe you won't get. The, the right person who could say, I know about VHS tapes. I can transfer them immediately right. Yeah, to, you know, just give them to me right now, put them, just throw them in a bag. I'll return them as uh, DVDs or, or thumb drives. The odds that that will happen as fast as it needs to happen. Uh, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a, a, an odds maker or a bookie or, or, or a statistician, but I would say they're slim. However, as you say, They'll know somebody who can do this transfer immediately. So, but Scotty, time as you say, tick tick tick. Yeah, time I didn't. Is I, of yeah. The essence.
1: Well, and again, I have transferred some. Um like I'll, One I'll share with our listeners. Uh, I was on the David Susskind show. Now it was wow. local, but I believe it also was nationwide. Uh, and it, well, it
0: was syndicated, syndicated. and so so it was not exactly nationwide, but it, it appeared in certain markets like Chicago's market. I think it was on WGN TV yeah. at night or Saturday night or something like that. It was in a an unfavored time slot, was but S- it was on in Chicago. Yeah. We saw David Susskind
1: from yeah. New York. Well, and he was this very uh, you know brainy, intellectual, curly haired. Um, guy kind of yeah it was white haired white haired and you know it was an era that w- he wouldn't be on now in, in that sense but it was a you know it was a provocative show a different guest i remember once he had comedians on uh and uh but he you know this was, who, are comed- well, actually, who are the comedians well um, actually i do remember you were on people it, right? from, i was well i was on in the audience i'll tell you but I, the show with comedians were people from new york's catch a rising star and the, the late michael hampton kane was on i remember and. Whoever else was on from catch, I don't quite recall, but my this was 1977, which is how many people could say I have a video of myself at 22 years old. I was wearing and I told me we talked about my leisure suit on an early episode. I may well have been wearing that or maybe uh, a sweater, but I was with my first girlfriend at the time. Uh, in the audience, and what they did was they literally opened it up for questions, and the, and the guests were Dick Cavett, Phil Donahue, and Stanley Siegel, who was a real pioneer in, in, in local talk and in the New York market, and then did go national for a while, and, and maybe someone else. And uh, yeah, and I asked the question, and it was, I was—I think what I started to say was, um, "How many? Uh, how important is it for you to share your who you are?" And, and David Susskind started interrupting me. A, oh, not another Stanley Siegel question. And he got it. He didn't say Stanley Siegel. He said like another name. Uh, but I kept going and they answered it. And wow, you have that on tape? Well, yeah. And months later, I didn't have a VHS then. I, I didn't get a VHS player until 1980, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. So m- most of
0: And you were, yeah, most people got their first VHS t- uh, player in, in the 80s. Yeah. Mine was
1: uh, somebody uh, actually who we. A new uh, a wonderful woman, Diana Lovey, who and she lived near me and she had a JVC, really high end one that she was uh, selling. So so but what happened was they re-ran the David Susskind show years later. And that's how I saw it and, and got to tape that part. And then I so that is transferred to DVD, some other things that I've done, home movies. So you
0: you actually. Uh, just so our listeners, because I think a lot of our, our podcast listeners now are straining you know uh, putting their ear very close to the to their listening device, it, it, uh, marveling at the fact that you somehow were interrupted by David Susskind, the host now I, I want to just let people know this is we like we love to bring up and this show we honor obscure celebrities yeah. from the past that no one remembers except us yeah. And we bring them back to life. Now, David Susskind was actually sort of a, actually he was a TV producer. Oh, really? I know that because yeah. I worked with his son on a project. Oh, he was a big um, mogul.
1: He uh, actually produced other things. And I think it was on Metro Media Television. I know they did it, I think, out of uh, 210 or something, East 67th Street. But I do remember he was a producer of many things. And
0: you know, so a very erudite guy. And, and, and he would say, but he was a sort of a li- erudite, and he was rather liberal yeah. in, in, in the fashion of the day yeah. in New York and and, uh, and, and re- uh, socially conscious. He, he seemed to, we compare him with Irv Kupsenich in Chicago, who uh, <laughs> had a similar show at the same time, also similarly local yes. and sometimes syndicated and also with celebrities just sitting around on a couch enjoying the lively art of conversation but the thing about Suskind is that he seemed more of a he, he seemed more of a tv persona he really did look like he belonged on tv he had a good look he had a great voice yeah and uh, uh, to me Irv's cups in chicago's version Seemed comical and also apolitical, yeah. I well, had, where
1: and S- I love Suskind seemed to have a political bent that I, admired. yeah, well, I love both. And I would love to uncover the three hour cup because it was cup show, it was three hours. One, three, point, hours. And he would have everyone on, so 12 guests, and no one would leave. Then there was a shorter version that was syndicated. But the big difference between Suskind and Nerf Cups was that Suskind, I said, wasn't intellectual, uh, very erudite, very earnest, and serious. Uh, I mean, he had funny guests on but certainly it lent itself to more serious topics in addition to uh other things and theme shows yeah i'm sure he would have all of them on but but irv cups it literally was just a variety in a sense everyone whoever was coming through town whether it was a mr kelly yeah no exactly it was much mocked
0: for that actually that that you'd have a uh uh, a right except you'd have some sort of politician who's fighting for um the rights of, of 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 um, I'm coming. I'm, for some reason, I'm coming up with no, no. Well, maybe idea women's what the politician is fighting for the rights. Yeah, of. women's, women's lived, rights. Right? Women's lib was the best. Right. best, best. Thank you. Women's lib. That would be something of the time. Yeah, right? that's what I was struggling for. So, what was going on in the '60s? But also, a uh, uh, um, uh, guy who wants to teach kids how to juggle, yeah. and then. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And exactly. a priest, and, and, and you know, and, and a, athlete. a
0: star of yeah. a of a recently canceled television show. It's, it goes on yeah. and on. So it was always this weird grab bag. Um, there was a, a, of of local sort of what, what whoever would wanted to be on this uh, Irv Cupson show. Suskind was different, Scotty. So the point being that you have tapes of yourself going back. You don't want to get rid oh, of no. these, these items. And they mean something to you. And who knows? Maybe you'll someday get a, a VHS player well, I again. Certainly that works. could
1: do that. I mean, actually, I uh, and and you know they have ones where you can sort of do the dubbing yourself. Or there was a guy. But I have to tell you something to bring people back into a period that has not been reported. But we share things no one else talks about. In the heyday of VHS tapes, every single comedian. There was one guy in particular, maybe two, but one in particular. His name, Pete Klusman. And literally, if you wanted a dub, as they called it, of a videotape, I mean, you know, you would some of the clubs would have machines or somebody would come and tape you and then you'd have to get the dub. You had to go through him. And I remember walking to his uh, office it was stacked with VHS tapes and you'd see Dennis Leary or whoever it was. Always a the comic there. And it was always that sort of like almost running into a therapist and seeing somebody else. But, you know, and and, uh-huh. and but he. And that you'd have, know, and I have all of these tapes, stacks of them. That's the thing. You'd always get like eight of them because you'd mail them to so get mm-hmm. But he was the dub <laughs> guy. Was the guy. So for a
0: while, the guy who dubbed tapes was sort of the the he was the go to guy. Hey, you got to uh, Peter Klusman. Peter Yeah, you got to oh, go yeah. to Peter Klusman. You want to dub? That's his. Oh yeah. The guy. And so he's sitting back there in the catbird seat because he's got a VHS machine, and he's got another and VHS. He had, like, he's probably, all you need is two yeah, VHS. Yeah, he would add them, and he had, and you know, a they were
1: high speed, I guess. So had three qu- Sometimes we'd get three quarters if you did television. I did the, you know, I have... I have yeah, not, that, not too many people had three...
0: In fact, almost nobody had three quarter inch VHS machines. Oh, per, That was strictly yeah. in the offices of uh, important, uh, you know,
1: TV production Yeah, and so people. I have a bunch of those from you know various shows and i did the telethon in 1984 and all these things so just looking at the labels i smiled because yeah i did all those things and you know i don't put them in a yeah. bio when somebody says give us a bio." i don't put all those things because they're long ago but yeah. i i should because i did them
0: yeah you should you should uh, scotty what uh, obviously here's what's i know uh, every show every podcast we've done has been in some way yes. historic and we've always arrived at something that nobody's ever done before on any podcast or any venue of any sort. Um, and, and it makes me excited because I think of the people listening a hundred years from now or a thousand years from now. And that this is going to, you know, this is, this is our gift. to yeah. The future really. And uh, when you say what, what's happening right now, I think I've hit on what the big news of this podcast is. And that, and I think that is a coming uh, an upcoming, at some point, don't know when, documentary of Scott Blakeman. I, 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 you've <laughs> got, got the, the footage, footage. Yeah, yeah. You uh, And you've got the story. You've got the man himself. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I, I can imagine a, a truly funny, great documentary of you, of, of everything having to do with, you know, just drawing from going back to your original audio tapes yeah, when you yeah, were a kid. I, I, Oh, and I
1: have those. Then that's something else I really want to get on and digitize. When I would do my own sports commentary, but nobody would ever hear. I turn the sound off on the TV. Go, he shoots, he scores, and the Ravens lead. Yeah. That was my
0: and that's <laughs> not even a you got that. That was my so, voice. Then. I see it starting out. We get a long huh. shot of your neighborhood yes. in Brooklyn. Right? It's uh, yes. Manhattan Beach, uh, uh, and 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 then some cuts to this sort of local. Things in Manhattan Beach, people hanging out, somebody playing uh, bocce ball. I don't know what happens in Manhattan Beach, right? And then we go to your house. Scott Blakeman was born, and you know something like that, or, 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 or we cut. We start with some scene from one of your shows, and then we cut back to I don't uh, to the Brooklyn house and your story. I actually think it well, would be I would, great. I think we could do a show that would be very, that would be absolutely Well, and great. I could be, and
1: yeah, I think and I would be there, a, obviously going back and, uh, you know, it's yeah. better that I'm moving because it doesn't, it's not the same impact when you go, I decided to go back to my childhood home. I still live there. I just came outside for a minute. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Come on in. It, it's not the same thing. But yeah. This is where I said, right I decided to go back
0: yeah. to it. I just left it this morning. Yeah, we'll I said, go back I, inside.
1: Actually, I've
0: got yeah, to go back. I'm right here, like, you know. But when you go there. back
1: like, hmm, <laughs> "Look at it. Yeah, this is the place." If you live there, then you're not yeah. because well, of course it looks that way, you know. Yeah, this is the place. Well, I live here, so this is what it's like. But no, so I have to so it's good that I'm moving out for the sake of the documentary at least, which is uh Yes. Uh, I think
0: that's yeah. what you uh, that's that's what you have to think yeah. in terms of all of this stuff that you're packing. That's exactly. And that's what when people
1: and, you know, Tommy, there are people out there and, and we're not those people because we value these things. They'll say, and I hear this advice, got to be merciless. That's always the advice. Merciless, meaning just throw it away. Just throw stuff away. And what is the end to that? Yeah, I guess my goal in life is to have nothing. I mean, what would what it I mean, I love minimalist architecture and all that, but you want things that even if it's and why is it like, well, when was the last time you looked at it? Well, I mean, what, <laughs> these people are inventing these rules, like, well, was it less than three yeah. years ago? Or, or uh, uh, well, get rid of yeah. it. It's, it's a statute of Get, get of rid it. of it.
0: Be merciless. Yeah. It, it's it, Eventually, they'll come into your home and then <laughs> well, get rid of That's what stuff you fear yeah.
1: And they do have, I don't know, some yeah. power of turning away, whatever it is, or police, something, but...
0: Or they just feel like you know that it's if you're not going to be merciless, it's up to them to be merciless because they're such a, uh, such um, fanatical uh, advocates of minimalism yeah. that they start minimalizing other people's <laughs> homes for, for, for well, their own yeah. good. That proactive they minimalism,
1: yeah, and yeah, oh, exactly. Proactive minimalism—it's
0: where you start minimalizing other yeah. people's places, and that's controversial. Yeah. I think that that's that's a level of minimalism that. You know, your your minimalism stops where my uh useful well, that's, stuff begins that's something like that. For the courts
1: to decide. Uh, you know, hopefully a packed yeah. Supreme Court. You know, <laughs> because <But, you know, laughs> oh, I don't trust it right now. But uh but no but again, I like I yesterday I came across a collection of my national lampoons, including the very first issue from nineteen seventy, all beautifully protected. And I got a great joy of glancing at them. Yes, when was the last time? Probably Three or four years ago. So what? What is the, uh, well, if it's not every other day, frankly, what do you really need it for? Yeah, uh, <laughs> right. Does it bring
0: you joy? Is it bringing you joy today? How much joy does yeah, it bring has you has to today? be every day.
1: Uh, you well, know, they create these things. So yeah. I, I'm glad I'm saving them. I and there's some things even I am throwing away that, uh, unmarked or things, but uh, I even saved, this is something that are, are you know, we we love to save history. It used to be before CNN, a thing called the Satellite News Channel. And it would—it just didn't make it. It wasn't that big. And I would watch it occasionally. And I somehow have a tape of the last 18 minutes on air of the Satellite News Channel. And I recorded it because they were just partying and drinking and just sort of posting each other. And I thought, <laughs> this is interesting. So I have that. And I didn't want to throw that away. I thought, you know, I would like to see that. That would be kind of uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I would like to see that. I don't know if it fits into the <laughs> documentary. <laughs> no, that would have to Blakeman, do a side but... a spin-off uh thing or maybe for the DVD if they do that anymore or the you know, enhanced. Remember the DVD thing would always be extras. I guess they still must have that. Um, I would imagine.
0: Yeah. Well, that uh, here's the thing. We are we disagree with Marie yes. Kondo uh in her ground uh, and her groundbreaking book The Life-Changing magic of tidying up where she asks the question permanently, does it bring you joy? The question is, uh, could it possibly bring you joy under at, any at circumstances? At some point.
1: That,
0: that's yeah, what we at for,
1: some that's point. Some and point. it doesn't have to be specified. All right.
0: That, yeah. That's the question. So we have a slightly different attitude. I'm looking now at what you said was very inspiring to me, Scotty. And, and I started to think about my own clutter and my own joy. And I have no plans to move uh, anytime soon, but I certainly do have closets full of stuff that I haven't enjoyed for for a long time. Let me uh, um, describe some of the more – let's just say the more um, typical things in this closet. There are stacks and stacks of notebook paper pads, you know, those yellow legal pads that you use in writing to – Hey, let's go grab. You know, and I, I just, I would steal them from TV shows. Everybody, you know, took home, uh, um, oh, sure. office supplies. But that's what you do. You sit around and write your ideas yeah. out on legal pads.
1: Some I people, do uh, I still used to do. Do Woody talk, Allen always talks about. Uh, he writes longhand on the yellow legal pads, and I think, yeah.
0: Oh, see, well, and I have an old iPad now. Now here's the modern thing: the Apple iPad that was to. Supposed to replace the legal pad, the, it, which is the, of course, the Apple um, version of the, you yeah. know, with the iPad, right? I have an old iPad yeah. that I don't use, but I, I don't want to throw no. it out. Uh, Scotty, I'm just, just telling you a few things. Um, uh, and, and I, I wonder if this, uh, it, 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 oh, here's some books. You know, when you go on, on, uh, go in, um, on trips, one of the things that at tourist places you, they, you, you know, they sell these little books. Uh, and uh, for you, again, line paper for you to fill out and, and write down your your
1: stuff. Yeah.
0: And I actually do have a, 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 a story about my trip to Grand Canyon. It wasn't that long oh, ago, wow, Scott. Is... It was only a few years ago. And I just started writing about it, and I really was venting about my brother and his friend and how they went off, and they were architects, and they didn't really want to go into the Grand Canyon, so they just looked at... at at various little buildings around the grand canyon sheds and things (laughs) like that were they kind
1: of dismissive of the grand canyon like i don't need to see that
0: yeah they were kind of like why do you want to go like cc and i were going to go down into the grand canyon why do you want to do that we're going to go off there's this old lodge building (laughs) give (laughs) it that's that's my brother's an architect his friend's an architect that's their their worldview they would prefer to look at buildings at the grand i'll never forget that i wrote it yeah down. that's a great
1: moment the, the built universe yeah, is more important had... than the natural surround yeah. <laughs> yeah, frank lloyd Very wright true. would not agree with that he would say no it is all together you shall be one with yes. the earth and the surroundings and uh, no you know, Yep.
0: And, and and here's some more stuff i've got wow scotty this is absolutely amazing i'm discovering these old notebooks that I can I wrote that I would always start the notebook and really you know really start in there and then stop and there'd be just hundreds of blank But you can't throw it away. Left. So. and you can't throw it away. So it's, all these notebooks have maybe two or three these little these little ones that you buy, you know that you that they're bound oh, yeah. they're little yeah. bound. They're not really notebooks They're they're sort of like diaries. Yeah. And they're very nicely oh, done well, too. But, and this is why example you
1: know. time, I just want to say, had you taken the advice of the merciless ones and said, well, I'm yes. just throwing that out, you would not be doing this now. This is in real time. This is historic, by the way, to our listeners. This isn't some taped segment. You are in real time going through your closet and you're discovering notebooks and, and maybe I'll go back to that. But had you thrown it out, you would have forgotten about it. You wouldn't know known what was in right. it. So this is a great case for saving things. And you do have the luxury of a lovely home with, Nice storage areas, which is a great incentive. But even even so, Scotty, it is
0: absolutely amazing how quickly storage areas well, just yeah, fill yeah. up. Just absolutely fill up with permanent stuff that just stays there and you never use. And 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 so uh, it, it, it it almost doesn't matter how big your storage area is. It it just whatever, whatever it takes to fill it up.
1: Right. There's no, uh, how's that storage area? Right I, I, got, I got some real good some room left. I got about half the room left. There's no half. Well, <laughs> that's storage here. Yeah. It's still no. pretty open. I haven't quite gotten to fill it up. So yeah, I dream of like, I mean, again, I don't, you know, a lot of, maybe all these people leaving the city to a house has nothing to do with not liking cities. It's just, they have a lot of storage. They want to put in the, in the garage. Mm-hmm. I always wanted a garage just for, Oh, and here's the stuff and you could store them. And, all of that, so but Tommy, one thing that well, uh, about, we talked about yeah. as I'm doing, continue. Mm-hmm. And anyway, we joked the other day that not joke, but we yeah. said I hope to find my old baseball cards and comic books, and I can retire as a millionaire once I sell that. But you pointed this out earlier, yeah. and you made that hilarious reference to and, and poignant reference that thankfully I didn't. My tapes were not destroyed the way NBC did Johnny Carson's, mostly the ones in New York. And you suggested what if in the course of my going through my garage, as I'm continuing to do. I somehow inexplicably find all the missing Tonight Show tapes Sorry, from the New York, the New York, years years, Black and white. that were supposedly and Scotty, as
0: I thought about that, it became more and more plausible that that could happen. Because I can imagine somebody pounding on your door at night or your father or, or maybe uh, one of your father's um, uh, <laughs> dental clients uh, l- 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 grabs his 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 uh, shirt or, or his sleeve right? Your father's sleeve while he's, while he's cleaning the guy's teeth and says, "Uh, sir, uh, I need to ask you for a huge favor. And it's this guy who works at NBC and he knows that the, and this is, by the way, this part of the story, uh, what I'm about to say is absolutely (laughs) true. Johnny Carson was, uh, he became famous doing the tonight show in New York, right? He, that was in the small studio, but he was amazing. And I, I really liked his yeah. uh, his show. I, I preferred it to Dick Cavett. i I made no secret yes. about yes. that over the years, and and, um, and I thought it was you know and, and those were some of the best of Johnny yeah. Carson. Actually, really, really, uh, it was him. Uh, he was inventing a new kind of comedy that made fun of of not getting yeah. a laugh, which I'd never yeah. seen before, and it was hilarious, and it and he really was good with other comics in New York, obviously in, in california as well okay somehow johnny carson was very successful the tonight show was more successful than than uh, jack yeah. cars had been and and carson was able to renegotiate a much better deal i think it was silverman was it that yeah Fred, the Silver- guy, at one point uh, that- i think
1: johnny carson represented Fred's- like 17 percent of nbc's pre-tax profit. some incredible Number.
0: Wow that's incredible so so he had such power that he kind of humiliated I guess the executives in the negotiation to the point where okay, you get what you want, but we're going to erase all those tapes because we're going to use them for other things because you know you can erase tapes and 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 reuse them and it's a really good uh, 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 cost saving uh, <laughs> measure uh, of course, it was one of the great obliterations of Comedy. Well, it America. just started to stop there. Talking, uh, it's just
1: that, you know, at the time, like, obviously to us, it's really one of the most baffling things. Not to say let's donate it somewhere, but we're going to reuse it. What low regard could they possibly have? <laughs> so can't you just. And first of all, now, this is a question though, they that the West Coast would get it later. So wouldn't they have to do a kinescope or something? Or how how did that actually. Oh uh no they, guess, they would at that time they, they had a case, you're right, it was video a tape. connection. So, literally, so, they, no, yeah.
0: so so in the in the nineteen sixties. So yeah. that, but um your I thought what your point is well maybe the West Coast well, I would have a bunch
1: hoping, of hope somebody too. would, but I guess they just ran it out of New York. But the fact that it wasn't some giant like uh, you know, it was a real a large real to real thing. And the thought that yeah, well we used it already, uh and let's We want to buy another one of these tapes, so let's destroy it. (laughs) I mean, I mean, we can laugh
0: about it now, but it actually was one of the stupidest and 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 to save money by getting because, by the way, these old tapes are were they, they didn't realize it. They're always so dumb about these things. Hollywood is always so dumb about keeping old stuff because they think because they're all about what's next what's the new thing who cares about that old thing that's not on the yeah. air anymore no these things come back there's hulu there's there's all these different uh, well what are, what is some yeah. tv land there's they, reruns 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 people oh, love these can you old imagine if someone... stuff on youtube these great oh well scenes, that thankfully sketches, all moments. the
1: stuff now though is you know digitally um, but what if i did i mean can you imagine the the joy of finding these black and white johnny Cart? and so you know, it's just as mind-boggling oh, that it, that was a discussion they go yeah you're right i mean well i don't understand the point of saving this let's just let's tape over it i mean
0: <laughs> it wasn't yeah, giving I mean, them what, did joy they with their
1: own family photographs like uh, well we looked at marie kondo yeah, would I mean, have approved they with their own family photos like yeah i looked at the picture ready let's just take, use it for you know no <laughs> paper or something you know <laughs>
0: Well, no, we need the we need the frame. We can use yeah. The frame let's for just get rid of picture. it, right? So let's throw away the old yeah. pictures of the They're kids older now anyway, and show well how they, yeah. how they look now because those are old pictures. They're yeah. out of date. They, that's when the kids were were well, by four the way, Tommy old. on the throw plus positive. <laughs> They're not four years old anymore. That's essentially yeah, exactly, Scotty. You absolutely yeah, yeah. The and the plus
1: positive side as we always do. I just read this and I was reminded of it. Uh, Peacock, the new NBC streaming service, which. Is free and has a premium level. They are actually; it's, it's out now. When Harry Belafonte guest hosted the Tonight Show, I think in the in 1968, and he had these incredible guests on and very, you know. So that, thank, like I, Malcolm but, X, so, yeah, and people in the movement. So thankfully, guys. those most of those are preserved. Sure, Stokely yeah.
0: Carmichael, yeah. He, it, it, that was an interesting time too, and, and Harry Belafonte was was very much oh, very- part of that. Kind of well, he was actually uh, 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 lampooned, Mm. to use that word that you brought in earlier, by Tom Wolfe when they had the the big party. Oh, the Black Panther, Leonard Bernstein. Uh, 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 Leonard Bernstein. But Belafonte was an activist from the
1: very beginning and marching with Dr. King. But he's yeah, absolutely, and
0: and and definitely ahead, uh, not ahead of his time, very much. a part of his time. And and very still is I mean incredibly
1: and uh, but uh, Tommy I am serious though about looking and hoping you know what I'm going to say this now as we wrap it up Mm -hmm. Uh, as much as those baseball cards and comic books would change my life if I could find those Johnny Carson tapes I yeah Scotty I I I really think
0: that's possible I think the idea that somebody comes to uh, or, or you know comes to your place at night. You know, he's already made arrangements with your dad. He's some guy who worked in and well, in, he's a in, at, the scenes uh, guy. NBC and said that they're crazy. They're gonna they're gonna erase them all. You've got to keep them. Uh, no, I believe that's sure. uh, Yeah, also, future. He
1: was probably a tech guy. He probably would. He would live in yeah, Bensonhurst, guy, probably man. in Lowly. Brooklyn, where my dad's yeah. office was. You wouldn't be exactly living on Clark Avenue. Avenue. So he goes to my dad. And- no, he's one yeah. of your dad's
0: clients, and he's a technical guy. They're crazy. The suits. They're yeah. gonna. They're gonna. But this is the
1: best all, all part, all the, though. The New York- why, why he Carson. goes to my dad? Because in Brooklyn, and this house where I'll be for another week, we all have garages, which is a rare commodity well certainly doesn't exist in manhattan so all these two family houses have garages and no one throws anything out from them so they they knew this they targeted uh demograph my daddy said we're going to put it in his garage because it'll be there for 40 50 60 years because they don't throw things out of the garage and so that's why there's hope that behind that last box of something it'll say nbc (laughs) and the old logo uh and uh maybe you know not even <laughs> more. It just dusty. Oh. You'll dust it oh, off, of and course. there it'll
0: be. That that, that traumatic <laughs> moment where you just wait. What's this? <laughs> dust it off. NBC Carson dated 1963 June two it's wow. like, Oh my I mean, god! Oh my fucking god! You would be. Scotty, you'd be screaming oh, yeah. on the
1: phone <laughs> if and that did, happened it, to me. It's yeah, just like yeah. you said. And then the, you know, and the celebrity, I mean, when one, of the, I never got on The Tonight Show, my dream with Johnny Carson, but I somehow found yeah. The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. What a story. The
0: Tonight Show yeah. tapes, the missing
1: tapes. And then I'd tape have tape. myself digitally put the into wall. those tapes. I mean, there's-
0: Yeah, know, of I mean, course, obviously. And yeah. you could do that right, because exactly. you own the tapes now. Yeah, it, I wouldn't by be on all of them,
1: but with Phyllis Newman, I'd love to be on with her, you know. <laughs> well, well I loved Phyllis, Phyllis Newman. Newman she actually. was wonderful. So that would be a dream. to You know, Carson. That's a whole other uh,
0: Scotty. Th- there's no end to this conversation because now you've uh, opened the Phyllis Newman, Johnny Carson. Uh, um, well,
1: uh, well, yes. That's box. a show in itself, and, and
0: that's yeah. a whole box of fun right there. But we're running out of time now. Uh, so I mean, but I, 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 I have to say, I. We absolutely must oh. continue this conversation because I feel like we've just begun this particular, uh, to go down this avenue of, of discovering.
1: Yes, and John also Carson our own personal tape. memory lane, and we encourage our listeners to do the same. Don't be merciless, mm-hmm. save it, and then go through it and get joy whenever you feel like it. There's no time limit yeah. on joy, so if you think you may enjoy have joy <laughs> from it through 30 years from <laughs> now, save it. And that's it. That's, no. Uh, there's
0: no time no. limit on, on joy it's pro- if, if we're going to carve anything into stone and yeah. we are well let's carve those words there's no time limit on joy and it's it's a rebuke well Marie Kondo uh, really and, 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 and what
1: a beautiful Scott way to wrap it up for today and I remain sincerely yours Scott Blakeman
0: I'm Tom Saunders we're getting